This is Back to Life, Ohio Right to Life's podcast. My name is Jameson Gordon, and I'm the Director of Communications and Marketing. So it's been a little while since we put out an episode. Um, In January, we put one out about our legislative agenda. Um, So we've been busy working on that for the last couple months. Um, We worked on the heartbeat bill along with a lot of other pro-life organizations. And we've seen that pass the Senate and start hearings in the House. Um, The Unborn Child Dignity Act is having hearings in the Senate right now. So we've been quite busy. Um, But I wanted to give you guys this episode because I recently talked to Peter Range, who is the director of the Office of Life and Justice with the Toledo Diocese. And he's really been on the ground working with grassroots advocates um, on behalf of the unborn in Toledo, um, specifically protesting um, Capital Care Network, which we've updated you guys on before. Um, So I hope you enjoyed this conversation I had with Peter Range of the Toledo Diocese. I'm here with Peter Range. Peter, can you tell me a little bit about your position? Yeah, sure, Jameson. So I'm the director of the Office for Life and Justice Charities. Up here in the Diocese of Toledo, the Diocese covers about uh, 19 counties, and uh, my work is uh, for the abolition of abortion, uh, really, first and fundamentally, Uh, but I also oversee some other ministries uh, with a few other people in my office, including our jail and prison ministry, so we share the gospel to those individuals behind bars. Uh, And then we also do some work with immigration um, and a few other issues that kind of come our way, which deal with the dignity of the human person. Love that. Thank you so much, Peter, for your work. I've been able to spend some time with you on events that we've done up in Toledo, and um, it's just good to know that there are people fighting for life in Toledo, especially with what we're going to talk about today. Um, so people who have listened to the podcast before have heard um, a little bit about Capital Care Network, which is the last abortion um, facility in Toledo. Um, and Peter has been really involved in what's going on on the ground there um, regarding everything. So, Peter, would you mind maybe trying to bring us up to speed exactly just in case people haven't heard what's happened with Capital Care in the last year or two years? Yeah, sure. Well, just to give you know your listeners some background too, as well that you know if you're a surgical facility in the, of any sort in the state of Ohio, you have to have a transfer agreement with the local hospital. Uh, Capital Care lost their transfer agreement with the University of Toledo Medical College back in 2013, and then they hadn't had a transfer agreement then for the next uh, basically five years as they were kind of fighting a legal battle in court. Uh, then, kind of out of nowhere, in February of 2018, Prometica Hospital entered into a transfer agreement with Capital care, kind of at the last hour, if you will, after Capital Care lost uh, their Supreme Court battle, Ohio Supreme Court battle. Um, and this is despite the fact of uh, the malpractice that Capital Care has taken part in and despite, um, uh, you know, all the different things that they've been involved in. So just, you know, for example, background on this particular clinic, um, sanctioned in 2017 for transporting a patient who they believed had a perforated bowel. So the abortion doctor believed that he may have, uh, you know, cut the bowel and the uh, during a, an abortion procedure, and instead of calling nine one one like you know normal people would do or right. following their own medical procedures, they put her in the back of a nurse's car. They drove her to the emergency room and they dropped her off. And they left her, and we know that because you know our prayer warriors and sidewalk counselors were there. They followed the individual to the clinic because they thought it was kind of odd. You know, this woman, you know, was kind of you know walking back and forth, not steadily into the back of the nurse's car, and wow. so they were naturally concerned. Um, and they dropped her off, and they left her there. Uh, the nurse returned to the clinic. Um, so they were fined by the Ohio Department of Health, $40,000 for this infraction. Um, it was later through you know, a series of 
investigations and stuff dropped down to 15,000. But either way, I mean, it's, it's a simply medical malpractice. On top of that, Jameson, um, aside from, like, health and safety issues that have mm-hmm. been brought up with the clinic, like that example, um, they've employed two doctors within past five years now that have had their medical licenses suspended. Really? So Dr. Tom Michaels, yeah, he was convicted of possession and distribution of child pornography. Oh, I did hear um, that, yeah. Yeah, so he had a history of sexual abuse, lost his medical license back in the early 90s, was eventually reinstated, not sure why, but it was, and then he worked at Capital Care until 2014. Of course, you know, reported in the media as um, local Sylvanian doctor loses his license, but it didn't mention anything about him performing abortions, right, in the Toledo Blade up here. So the media isn't always on our side. But the next abortionist after him, uh, some of you around the the state, maybe in Akron, Ohio, might be familiar, Dr. David Birkins. Mm -hmm. He had his medical license suspended last year because he gave uh, his staff blank prescriptions that he had signed oh, right. and didn't report the prescription of controlled substances mm. to six different patients. So, I mean, you're talking about our, our opioid crisis that we're experiencing across the country and here in the state of Ohio, and you have an uh, abortion doctor writing blank prescriptions for God knows who. Yeah. Um, so those are the types of individuals, unfortunately, that the abortion clinic here has um, has hired and has employed. And so it's just really unfortunate that Prometica which is the largest employer of, uh, you know, for anybody here in Northwest Ohio, wow. has decided to enter into this agreement with this particular clinic, which over and over again has just violated its own right. safety codes that it's supposed to follow. Yeah. Yeah, I know you guys were really involved in um, trying to make ProMedica aware. What did, what, what did that campaign look like? Yeah, well, we first heard about their decision to enter into the transfer agreement. We rallied as as many of our community partners uh, right from the outset, so that included you guys at Ohio Right to Life, Mm -hmm. Foundation for Life, Citizens for Community Values, and a few local pregnancy centers as well. And we did, you know, four or five things. I mean, first, we try to reach out directly to the board members. You know, we saw it as an opportunity to educate and to love the hell out of them. So we we tried that. (laughs) And we leveraged every relationship we had, and uh, we directly called them. You know, our bishop, Daniel Thomas, uh, called and, and spoke directly to Randy Oster, the president and CEO of ProMedica. Mm-hmm. At a later date, I actually emailed him myself. He emailed me back. So I think sometimes we want to go right into campaigns, but we miss this opportunity for direct engagement. Right, we yeah. Started, mm-hmm. uh, but we also began writing op eds, and we did a local um, kind of video for a local TV station as well. Here, Fox Thirty Six picked up. Uh, Bishop Thomas did a recorded statement, so we were very thankful for that. Yeah. But then, in addition, we did. We've had four now rallies outside of ProMedica yeah. trying to raise awareness in the community. We've had um, some great local pastors join us, including Pastor Timothy Clark, who could kind of speak um, authentically from the perspective of the African-American community. And he's just given some really fiery sermons, uh, getting people pumped up and involved in the situation, so we're very thankful for that. The last two things I'll mention, you know, we created two websites mm-hmm. people can check out, petition.life, okay. where I think we've collected now around 14,000 signatures. Oh, wow. And then the Foundation for Life did a website, protectlifeinthe419.com, just to raise awareness uh, to the issue. Mm -hmm. And then most recently, and I'll I'll finish with this, we've raised close to about $25,000 to $30,000 to put up billboards around town. Oh, wow. uh, To let the board members know uh, that, hey, we, we care deeply about this issue, we care about human life. And it simply states that, you know, uh, 1,200 children have been lost at Capital Care this Oof, past year. Yeah. Please overturn your decision. Uh, the local billboard company wouldn't let us use uh, ProMedica's name, um, so we just had to put board members on there. But uh, still, I mean, we, we had them in some key areas coming in and out of the city, and there's no doubt.
felt that uh, the board members, who many of them work downtown here, have undoubtedly uh, seen those messages. So um, with that, uh, we also did kind of a social media campaign uh-huh. where, I mean, you can reach 30,000 people in a couple of days simply by boosting your That's true, right. Facebook posts. And so we've done that as well. And uh, all those things, we know that speaking to some of the board members that we've spoken to, they, they've had an impact uh, that the mm-hmm. board have seen them. And big companies, whether you're a hospital or not, you care about two things, right? You care about, well, hopefully, first and foremost, if you're a hospital, you care about saving lives. Right, right. You know, secondly, you care about your your bottom line, you know, financially, how are you doing as a company? And then thirdly, you care about, you know, your reputation. How do you appear in the community? Right. Because you want to advance your mission uh, to help, hopefully, again, save lives. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we haven't necessarily been able to, to hit their bottom line, although a lot of people have are, have decided to boycott ProMedica, not, not uh, patronize their business anymore. Mm-hmm. But we know that from a reputation perspective, uh, we've made a difference, including on just rating them on Facebook. You know, they yeah. have all these different Facebook pages. You can go and you can rate companies and let them know uh, how you feel. So we took them from a four-star rating down to a 2.5. Wow. Because all the individuals just got engaged and said, hey, we don't like this decision you made. Please reverse it. Right. You know, I think it's. I think people underestimate a lot of times the pro-life movement, and uh, there are issues that um, I've been proud to see the pro-life Ohioans really gather around and, and say we're not going to go quietly. We're not going to let this just, you know, happen um, without responding. So it's, it's encouraging to hear that you have gotten all those petitions and raised that money for the billboards and the Facebook ratings. Um, in, re- in relation to that, is there any chance that ProMedica board will reconsider? I believe, now correct me if I'm wrong, do they have to renew that, um, they have to renew the transfer agreement. Is it yearly? Yeah, so two things with that. One, uh, they do have to renew the transfer agreement every single year. Unfortunately, in this case, uh, no news is kind of bad news to us. Okay. Um, So we haven't heard the official word that they've renewed the agreement, but we're thinking that they have. Mm -hmm. Um, We also heard that they pared down their larger board of about 25 people to a smaller parent board, uh, five or six people that are going to make these kind of bigger decisions, if you will. And we're still trying to contact, you know, those five or six or figure out those five or six names Mm -hmm. so we can really have a concerted effort. Uh, to reach out to them. But but either way, I mean, we're not going away. We still have one billboard up right now that's running right when you come into the downtown Toledo. Mm-hmm. And we're going to continue to to write and draw attention to the issue because uh, despite our best efforts, despite sometimes the media kind of blocking us out, right. uh, we are going to let Prometica that we're not, uh, we're not going away, uh, that we care about human life, and we won't stop fighting until every life is protected here in Toledo. I love that. I'm so appreciative of the work that you guys are doing there. Um, question is, what is the average, like, Ohioan, even if they're not from Toledo, what can they do? Are you still trying to collect signatures? Well, Jameson, this is why I think your podcast is just terrific, because, you know, you can connect local issues, whether it's in northeast Ohio or southeast, wherever it may be, to the rest of the Ohio pro-life movement, because we have such a great pro-life movement. Right. With you guys at Ohio Right to Life and Right to Life Action Coalition, there's so many great groups doing great work. So, yeah, mm-hmm. if, even if someone's in Columbus right now, uh, they can do four things. So, first, go to petition.life, uh, sign, mm-hmm. our, sign our signature or our petition. Um, you know, the more numbers, uh, 14,000 is great, but gosh, we should be able to fill that with 50,000. Oh, yeah. Right? So, life um, is the website to go to to sign our petition. There's also a pastor's petition on our website as well. So, we're inviting, you know, pastoral leaders uh, in your churches to sign up as well. I think it, it makes a really strong statement when a pastor stands up or a bishop and says, you know what, 
I'm I'm a leader of 100,000 Catholics, or you know, I'm a leader of uh, two mega churches here in Columbus, and yeah. believe as a church that life is sacred and uh, deserves to be protected. Yeah. So please sign those petitions at petition.life. Secondly, as I mentioned before, go to Prometica's Facebook pages and rate them, and you get to leave a little comment, you know, to say, hey, uh, you know, we don't like the decision that you made. It doesn't have to be long or pithy or anything. Just mm-hmm. have to be truthful to say, please walk away from the transfer agreement you have with your local abortion facility. You know, mm-hmm. a hospital should be saving lives, not partnering with a facility whose sole aim is to end human life. Right. Um, third, you know, we'd love to continue to put up billboards, uh, maybe buy some local TV ads. So if you're able to financially donate and help in that uh, form, you know, mm-hmm. first donate to High Rights Life because you guys are doing great work. <laughs> you have <laughs> a little bit left over. Uh, go to catholiccharitiesnwo.org, and you can donate there. And just make sure in the little notes section you put ProMedica campaign. So, again, mm-hmm. catholiccharitiesnwo.org. It start, stands for Northwest Ohio. So catholiccharitiesnwo.org. And then lastly, um, in love and in mercy, would just invite uh, the normal listener to write to President uh, Randy Ostra of ProMedica. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do that simply via email. Um, you know, don't condemn or, or yell or use curse words or anything right. like that, but you can challenge and encourage him to lead his organization away from this decision. Uh, he can be reached at randy.ostra, that's two O's, O-O-S-T-R-A, mm-hmm. at promedica.org. And, um, you know, so we heard very early on that Randy reads each one of his emails personally that are sent to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he has, in conversations that we've heard of, mentioned uh, multiple times that he's only one vote, and he knows how he voted, and he seems to be one as a publicly professed Christian who doesn't like the transfer agreement. Now, he's never said that on record in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. but that's the sense that, that, that we have gotten, at least. And so, you know, it would take incredible courage for him to stand up before his board and say, you know what, as a company, as an organization, and as the leader of this organization, I don't want to be involved right. in the abortion business. Because mm-hmm. who knows what the board might come back and say to him. I mean, it could even cost him his job. Mm-hmm. So, But I just invite you to pray for him and to reach out to him, to, to give him that bold courage, that mm-hmm. bold zeal for the gospel. Because in today's world and society, um, that's what we're going to have to do as pro-life people. We're going to have to put everything on the line to end abortion. You can see what's happening in New York and Vermont and New Mexico. The abortion uh, business is pushing as hard as they can to advance this culture of death. Yeah. We have to give all that we are uh, to advance a culture of life. And that sometimes, it might cost us our jobs. And that's really difficult and challenging. But when we do that, we know we know that when, whenever we follow the Lord, He blesses us twice as much. Right. So, I, so my thoughts are, if Randy Ostra would stand up, knowing how respected and what well-liked he is in the community, and would say to his board, I'm not going to be a part of this, and if we, if we continue with it, I'm walking away from the company, the board would beg him to stay. Yeah. But for him to stand up and say that, that would take tremendous courage. So pray for him, encourage him, and shoot him an email inviting him to walk away from this agreement. Yeah. Peter, those are all really good steps. I so appreciate it. For our listeners, um, I will put all of that in the show notes. So if you're worried and you're trying to go back and get his email, I'll put that there along with petition.life and the pastor's petition. And I'll even link to some of the Facebook pages for ProMedica. So that'll all be in the show notes. Um, And we are just so thankful, Peter, that you are willing to come on the program. I really appreciate it. Um, And thank you again, all of that you're doing in Toledo um, for the cause of life. We obviously care deeply about, um, you know, ending abortion, and, and we need people on the front lines. When we're working on the state house, we have to have people all across Ohio working at it. So I appreciate you being a partner, and I'm so thankful that you'd come on the program. 
Well, amen to that, sister. I'm so thankful you're at the Ohio Right to Life using your great gifts for the kingdom of God down there. And any way that I can ever be assistance to you guys, just let me know. Thanks, Peter. I so appreciate it. All right. God bless. Such a joy and privilege to have Peter on the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed my interview with him today. Um, if you have any thoughts or questions, you can email me, um, and I can tell you more about what's going on in Salido. Um, I'll put all of the the action points that Peter talked about in our interview in the show notes, um, and I'll put my email in there, too, if you'd like to shoot me an email. Thanks so much for listening. Feel free to share this with a friend um, who might find this interesting, maybe someone who's in Toledo who doesn't know what's happening with Capital Care Network. Um, and thanks so much for listening.